pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. Back here at War Memorial Gymnasium in San Francisco. BYU is a winner over the Dons by a score of 69-59. to uh, the, the, the final score shows a 10-point margin for BYU, and you know, anybody listening early thought, well, I heard them up 13, they win by 10, no big deal. No, 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 it's a big deal. BYU, after leading most of the game, they led for 37 minutes, but there was a stretch there in the second half where they were not leading after leading big, and that was a tense time for BYU, Terry, in part because Yoli Childs was having a rough night to that point, and trailing 55-53, it was right in that stretch there when it said two-point lead, a two-point deficit, Yoli really started to pick things up for BYU. Had a great closing stretch for him personally, and BYU as a team, a strong closing stretch at 16-4, the game-closing run as BYU goes from down two to winning it by 10. And again, maybe not as easy as the final score looks because that was a grind to get this one done. Great effort by the Cougs, needing players to step up. Multiple guys did in a, in a, in a pretty intense environment. You could just tell Yoli gets the ball out of a timeout, drives it from the the mid post and dunks it in traffic and then it changed on both ends. BYU really picked it up on the defensive end and surprised San Francisco a little bit. They weren't able to get the shots. They weren't able to get the ball in the same spots they, they had. And then BYU did a great job cleaning up those misses, grabbing those rebounds and uh, getting those loose balls and then getting good shots on the other end. A great way to finish uh, that game. Let's take a look at our final stats. In a 10-point win, BYU on 69 points, shoots 51% from the field, 33 from the arc, 72 from the stripe. USF at 59 points, goes 45%, 32%, 38% respectively. The free throw number was decisive tonight, as we thought it might be, as USF, as intense as it is defensively, does allow a lot of free throws per field goal attempts, and BYU shot 25 free throws, made 18. USF shot 8 and made 3, so a 15-point differential from the stripe in a 10-point game. USF actually made more shots from the field than BYU tonight, made more threes than BYU tonight, but that 15-point advantage at the free throw line, decisive as you suspected it could be, and it was tonight. BYU outboards USF by 6, 31-25. The offensive rebounds were even 8 apiece, but BYU doubled up the Dons in second-chance points, another decisive tally at 12-6. BYU's plus 6 points in the paint, uh, minus 4 off turnovers, plus 6 second-chance, minus 2 fast-break, minus 13 bench. USF's reserves have outscored the opposition on all 16 games this season. Three ties, two lead changes. BYU's large lead, 13. USF's large lead was two, but it did lead in the second half after not leading all night and did make it hard for BYU to come out with the victory as they put the heat on down the stretch. BYU responds to that heat and comes away with a 10-point win. Individual scoring numbers. Bryant, 17. Childs, 13. Hardnett, 11. Those 11, a career-high tying for Jashir. Nine for Luke Worthington. And for Luke, that's just a three off his career high. Seven for Haas. Made some big points late. Dastrup, seven. Three for Cannon. Two for Selyus playing Three minutes and not scoring Ryland Bergerson. Leading rebounder for BYU, Childs with eight. So Childs goes for 13-8 and eight with an assist and a block in 30 minutes tonight after struggling for portions of the game. But really, I thought when he needed to respond, did, and help BYU to the victory tonight. So also Elijah Bryant, seven rebounds to go with 17 points. Leading assist for BYU, Haas with three, and Deselius with three. Zach's three assists come with zero turnovers for USF. 16 for McCarthy, and those were just three off a career high. 14 for Foster, averaging 
12.2 scored over his average. Seven for Boom, but averaging 16 points a game. Boom was held in check. Ferrari, seven. Renfro, seven. Four for Rotino. Two for Polson gets you to 59. And so that under 60 points number for BYU remains very impressive. I think Dave Rose is now 86-0 when teams don't get to 60 points against BYU. That's a pretty good record all time. And USF didn't get to 60 tonight as they're held to 59. Last year here, they scored 52. So consecutive years here on the Hilltop, BYU's kept the Dons from getting to 60 points. Those were a lot of numbers, but let's take a look now at our New Skin Data Discovery, brought to you by New Skin Discover the Best You. What else have you discovered in tonight's box score, Terry Nasher? Well, I, I love New Skin, and I think I love Jashir tonight. He was tremendous. He was near perfect. Four for four from the field, three for four from the line. Uh, 11 points, 2 assists, and 0 turnovers. Seems like all those plays and baskets came at really important times as well, including that late play. They inbound the ball, uh, can't really get it in. Jasheer goes and grabs it. Two guys go away early in the shot cup, goes up and makes that layup. It was a huge, huge turning point in that game. We'll hope to have Jasheer Hardnett with us here courtside on our Cougar Locker Room Show. Then Dave Rose will be with us on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. So player and coach comments still to come. BYU comes out of the hilltop with another win. BYU, since joining the West Coast Conference, has never lost a game here. 7-0 and in this building. Now 10 straight wins over San Francisco. And uh, Kyle Smith is a good coach with a good team. It's a good win, T. Great win, and Coach Smith did some really good things down the stretch. But I'm telling you, BYU was so active defensively late, and it led to good shots. They actually got a couple of transition baskets, and uh, Jashir was huge uh, down the stretch. And like you said, Yo changed his whole demeanor on the court and was really a force to be reckoned with. Great, over, a great high-low pass from Zach uh, down into Yo, and uh, some great calls by the BYU coaching staff. BYU improves to 13-1 all-time against USF since joining the West Coast Conference. And again, it's now seven consecutive wins in true away games dating back to last season. What a run for BYU. Tough to contend in a league uh, if, if you're not a team that's as good as away from home as you are at home. Teams expect to win their home games. When you can make it uh, away from home, you'll put yourself in the mix more times than not. And BYU's off to a nice start on the road in league play in 2017-18. All right, final score, BYU 69 in San Francisco 59. We'll have much more from the Hilltop after Jason Shepard comes your way with Cougar Post Game Live, and that is coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Selyus another three. Got it again! For Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. All BYU does is win in San Francisco. Final tonight, 69-59. BYU defeats the Dons of San Francisco with the victory. BYU moves to 13-3 overall, 2-1 now in West Coast Conference play. We'll get you back to War Memorial Gymnasium coming up in just a few minutes. Let's update you on what happened at the Marriott Center tonight. It was BYU women's basketball hosting the San Francisco Dons. This one went the way of the Cougars. 
Warriors. 70-66 was the final score. Malia Nawahine, 23 points. That is a career high for Malia. Also, big night for Cassie DeVagere, 18 points. And along the way, she passes 1,000 career points for her career as a BYU Cougar. BYU back in action Saturday, hosting Pacific. That's a game that will be on BYU TV and BYU Radio for Eastern to Mountain Time as the Cougars look to improve their 7-7 overall record. All right, top 25 action in men's college basketball. Everything at this hour is a final. Number 19, Gonzaga, winning on the road at Pepperdine. They win big, 89-59, as you would expect. Number one, Michigan State defeats Maryland by 30. 91-61. 91-61. An upset of number four Arizona State. Colorado defeating the Sun Devils in overtime. 90-81 is the final score. Number nine, Wichita State wins at home over the Houston Cougars. 81-63. Number 14, Arizona goes into the Huntsman Center in Salt Lake City. They defeat the University of Utah 94-82. And 19th ranked Cincinnati wins at Temple. It's the Bearcats over the Owls, 55 253. Other action in the West Coast Conference. San Diego gets the win in Portland in overtime, 81 74 in favor of the Toreros. Santa Clara gets the road win at LMU, 65 49. And St. Mary's coming off the win in Provo on Saturday. They win at home over the Pacific Tigers, 74 56. Coming up next, we'll go over scores from the National Basketball Association. Your final tonight from San Francisco. Cougars defeat the Dons by 10, 69-59. We'll have more of Cougar Post Game Live coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougars head out on the road for the first time since November 25th. They get the win in San Francisco, 69-59. to Welcome back into Cougar Post Game Live. Elijah Bryant leading the way tonight for BYU. He had 17 points. Yoli Childs with 13. Jashir Hardnett with 11. Jashir, I believe, is going to be our guest on the Cougar Locker Room Show coming up in just a few minutes. We'll get you back out to War Memorial Gymnasium in just a second. Do want to update you on two scores tonight from the National Basketball Association earlier tonight in Houston. It's the Golden State Warriors winning at Toyota Center 124 to 114. Draymond Green with 17 points 14 rebounds and 10 assists. A triple-double for Draymond. And speaking of triple-doubles... Russell Westbrook playing tonight in L.A. against the Clippers. Thunder get the win. They win by 10, 127-117. Russell Westbrook, 29 points, 12 rebounds, and 11 assists. Again, with the victory tonight, BYU improves to 13-3 overall, 2-1 in the West Coast Conference. They are back in action Saturday evening. They will be in Stockton, California, taking on the Pacific Tigers. It's a game you will hear right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 10 East Eastern time, 8 Mountain Time is the tip-off. That means I will be on the air with Cougar Pregame Live at 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain Time, getting you ready for the Cougars and the Tigers. That is a wrap for Cougar Postgame Live after the break. Back to War Memorial Gymnasium for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final tonight from San Francisco. Cougars with the 10-point victory, 69-59, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, pulls, fires, oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Eating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 69, San Francisco 59 is our final score here on the Hilltop for Memorial Gymnasium at the Sobrato Center. Cougars win it by uh, pulling away late, 16-4. Game-closing run, getting it done for the Cougars. A lot of big plays by good players, and one of them joins us courtside here on the Cougar Locker Room Show, Jashir Hardnett. Career-high tying, 11 points, 4 of 4 from the field, 3 of 4 from the stripe, a couple of assists, no turnovers, two steals, and 34 minutes of play. Jashir with us here courtside. Congratulations, Jashir, on the win. You and the guys, what a big night. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you personally. Uh, didn't miss a shot from the field. Missed just the one free throw early. Made the three, of, uh, the last three you took, and those 11 points, as I mentioned, to tie your career high. What did you want to get done personally tonight with uh, with, with the time you were on the floor? How did you kind of sense your responsibilities? When to score? When to drive? When to pull it out? When to distribute? How did you kind of measure it tonight? Uh, just definitely being patient. Uh, me and the coach staff talked a lot, and that was definitely the thing. Like, just be patient. Your time will come. So that's definitely what I did tonight. I thought it was tremendous this year. Uh, walk us through this play late. Um, inbound on the ball, hard to get it in. They flip it up to you. Just walk us through what happens with that. 30 on the shot clock. Um, it was just late. I'm uh, out of bounds fast. So uh, McKay saw me. I got the ball, and I guess they thought I handed it off. So uh, I drove to the goal, and I just seen somebody there. So I tried to avoid the charge. So it was just a little float off the, off the side of the glass. That, that seemed like a huge game plan for them was to try to draw charges on you guys. You were uh, one of the few that was, did a tremendous job working that baseline, avoiding moving around. I thought that was a huge play. You were tremendous all night making big plays. Thank you. This game was one that BYU leads for about 37 of the 40 minutes, but you didn't lead every minute of the game. There was a time late in the game when you guys were down. After leading all night and having to go to a break trailing, how do you think the, the guys responded? What were the coaches imparting to you guys on the sidelines when you finally found yourselves playing from behind at once? Uh, it was just definitely get back to doing what we do. Uh, that's what we stand by, and uh, that's what we did, and it kind of pulled out for us at the end. So this is all new for you. First year in the West Coast Conference, your first WCC road game. What's it like to be out there and see so many uh, fans in Cougar Blue here in San Francisco? It was definitely fun. Um, I feel like, well, after talking to some of the teammates, you know, it's definitely going to be fans. We are number fans everywhere. So, you know, I'm just ready to keep seeing, you know, us our number fans. It'll happen in Stockton, too. We'll take a break. Jashir Hardnett is with us. We'll take a break on the Cougar Locker Room Show after BYU's 69-59 win over USF. More with Jashir Hardnett next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so BYU wins its seventh consecutive true away win dating back to last year. BYU 69 and San Francisco 59 is our final score. Jashir Hardnett with us here on the Cougar Locker Room Show. All right, uh, at 2.45 this morning, there was a 4.5 earthquake uh, across the bay. Did you feel it? Oh, definitely not. I woke up out of my sleep, but I don't, you know, I don't think I felt it. I don't think that was the made me wake up, but it could have been. I mean, I didn't feel it personally. <laughs> so though. you did not know what was going on? No, I didn't until okay. this morning when I woke up. <laughs> it definitely woke me up. I, I know that for sure. And Coach Rose was awake when it happened, and he said he clearly felt it roll through. But uh, 
Yeah, maybe it's best that you did sleep through this. Uh, so BYU tonight ends up with uh, more turnovers than assists, 15 turnovers, 13 assists, but you personally did not turn the ball over in 34 minutes of play. How mindful are you of that part of your game, the turnover to assist ratio, and just how much the team depends on you to make the right play without giving it away? Which is, that's just one of my biggest things. Um, me being a point guard, i got to have a great turnover to assist ratio. So um, I t- sat down and talked with Coach Rose, and you know, he felt like he could put me in better situations to not turn the ball over as much as I have been doing the non-conference. So, I mean, that's what he did, and it's working out. I thought you were tremendous tonight working on the baseline. San Francisco ran and jumped um, at you guys. They would double-team right on this uh, sideline here. What are some things that you did to make sure that you didn't turn it over in those situations? Oh, just definitely be patient and see the open man um, and just keep my eyes on the floor. That's pretty much the thing that happened. You did a great job at it. It looked like you were trying to get the ball to the middle of the floor as well. And uh, they were down on your ball screens on the baseline. Uh, you were able to work that a couple times, one to find someone, one to finish. Um, what were you looking for when they're down in that ball screen on the wings? Uh, what are you looking for coming to your left? Uh, just being aggressive after coming off the screen. Um, just me being aggressive, and that's something else me and the coach is talking about. Hmm. How much time have you spent on the West Coast in your life? Uh, not much. Um, I did a little summer in Sacramento, but that was about it. So this is about as close to the ocean as you've been in a while? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, now we're going inland. We're going away from the ocean on Saturday to play at Pacific, and this is the first of two uh, back-to-back road games for BYU. Uh, now that you've gotten this first one done, obviously no let-up would be the objective and then try and make it two-for-two while you're on the weekend, right? Yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's our thing. We want to go on this uh, road trip and come back undefeated. Well, nice bounce back, too. Uh, you guys came off the St. Mary's loss, and this was your first game since. How long did it take for you personally to kind of shake that one, say it's in the rear view, and, and get refocused, and how big is this and kind of putting that one behind? Uh, just a day until um, we got back to practice, and, you know, we had a, we knew we had a new task in hand. So, you know, that was the thing. Uh, we played them again in, in soon, so, you know, we yeah. got you know, make that happen then. Just here, great night tonight. Career high tying 11 points for you, and BYU comes up with a 10-point win. Thanks for visiting with us here courtside. All right, All right that's Just here, Hardnet. We'll come back with Dave Rose here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are back courtside here at War Memorial Gymnasium, San Francisco, California. Greg Rubel, Terry Nashif, head coach of the Cougars. Dave Rose now putting on the headset here on the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show. And Coach Rose, hey, it's it's league play, right? Every win, especially away from home, feels just so hard-earned. And this was a grind to get it done here tonight. This was a, a really a hard-fought game. And, and our guys had, you know, so many opportunities to, to, to kind of, you know, f- kind of back away a little bit and uh it was a game of runs and momentum and you know it looked like we were kind of going to get out and get to a comfortable lead in the first half and then they closed it looked like we were going you know at halftime behind maybe and uh you know we found a way to get a little run at the end of the first half and keep the lead going in and then we couldn't score in the first four minutes of the second half we you know had i think one point in five four or five minutes and but i think the turning point of the game was right about the eight minute mark and we get to get in the huddle and and, uh, 
you know, we, we had kind of slacked off a little bit defensively. We had kind of hugged our man instead of being in gaps. And so penetration was hurting us to kick to rotation, to hit a couple threes, back-to-back threes. And, and our guys just, uh, you know, were determined. And from then on, it'll be interesting to watch the film and kind of chart out the last six or seven minutes. But defensively, I think we really did a heck of a job late in that game. And uh, it, it kind of rode us home with the win. Well, you're trailing 55-53. You go on a 12-to-1 run in that stretch. Well, just, that's good. Just yeah. under 8. <laughs> and Boo makes that 1-3, but not until you're up 9 with a couple yeah. minutes to go. So in that, in that key stretch, you go from down 2 to up 9 by going on that big run. And Yoli was a big part of it. And, and Yoli had an interesting night tonight, didn't he? He really did because, you know, he scores 29 the other night. And, and, and uh, you know, Kyle and, and, and Randy work for each other. So they're going to try to figure out a way to – you know, to not let him go off, and he gets his first foul, the first possession of the game, and they're crowding him all night long. But I think that that a big part of that last uh, seven or eight minutes was we got Zach in the game, and with Zach, you have to come out and and guard him, and so it gives more space. And Zach threw a couple great passes into Yo for you know a couple dunks, a couple finishes, but Yo made a huge drive off the elbow and finished and. Uh, it, it was it was a, a great way to uh, kind of cap off a really hard-fought game where we could have gone away a lot of times. They just these guys wouldn't give up, and they play so many guys, and they run you around. And it's, it reminds me of chasing the old Air Force guys around. <laughs> and so you want to go to zone, but you don't go to zone because they're so good at shooting threes. And and you know uh, I, we we talked about it in the pregame show that shot 42 the game before threes, 42 threes. We wanted to keep him somewhere around 20 with less than, you know, seven or eight makes. And that's what we got. We got right around there. And, uh, you know, Foster was the only guy that hit multiple threes in the game. So it was a good good uh, effort from our guys. I thought Yoli on the other end as well defensively started front McCarthy. And, and Coach, I watched it. I've been watching you do it for years. But Yoli was in a hard spot. You grabbed him, took him out, called the timeout and talked to him, took that timeout to talk to him. What did you say? Because you changed Yo, and I've watched you change guys for a long time. You changed Yo, and you changed that game. Well, we, you know, we've had some experience here. We, we we've been out on the road a lot, and uh, um, you know, you, you you can get frustrated, especially when they're as physical as they are with him, and he, he just does, you know, he, what did you one free throw, two free throws tonight? I mean, he deserves to go to line to the line a little bit more, but uh, I think the important thing here is that we had an experience earlier in the year where. Uh, we kept him in the game, and he just defensively, uh, you know, was not as as good as he's capable of being because he was in foul trouble and because he was a little bit frustrated. And and he te- he just told me straight up, he says, Coach, I'm you put me back in there. I'm I'll guard. I'll finish this thing up. And and he did, boy. He guarded and rebounded and challenged, and and then that that really made. I mean, I I think he scored seven or eight of his 13 points in the last seven or eight minutes of the game. So. He scored nine of his 13 in the final eight, nine minutes. He goes four points for 30 minutes, then ends up with, with 13 by, by doing what he did and, late. And that's, so. you know, that's a sign of a guy that, uh, you know, is, is really maturing as a player and growing up. And, and I, I know it's frustrating, you know, when, when, when you think that, uh, you know, things aren't going your way and they're being a little bit uh, – rough and the, the whistles don't work your way but you know that's the whole joy about winning road games i mean you always kind of get an interesting whistle on the road and you're always trying to fight fight foul trouble and so uh the, the fact that you can come out and and uh you know and finish it off and, and really help your team win i i think it says a lot about it you know his uh 
you know, just his maturity and how the game's uh, just coming to him. Yoli ends up shooting six for nine from the field. Uh, 14 consecutive games now in double figures as he goes 13 and eight on the night. So you, you know, I, I thought I thought another really key for this thing was Jasheer. You know, Jasheer has played a lot of minutes for us, but he's just kind of been a facilitator, and we really need him to be more aggressive in, in opportunities, not, not you know, breaking plays and all that, but just opportunities that present himself. And the first half, especially tonight, I really thought that he, you know, got that ball to the rim and got it up there. It looked like it was coming out a couple <laughs> times and changed direction and went right down. But he ends up four for four, three for four from the line, you know, two assists, no turnovers. And that's uh, – that's a great line for you know a kid who played 34 minutes and had to guard those multiple guys off of, off the screens and splits and cuts and back doors and uh, he, he gave us a great effort. All those reasons are why we had him on the uh, on the post game show because we we too recognized what a big big part he was uh, of your win tonight and again the zero turnovers number is just great on a night where you as a team had more turnovers than assists for the evening. You talk about the uh, the road wins. And I hope people don't just kind of glance past the fact that you've won seven straight true away games dating back to last season, with four of them being league games, two of them being in-state games. These are tough games to win. And, I, I mean, I like the way that these guys uh, approach it. I thought our shoot-around today was right on point. You know, sometimes you you lose these guys, but... Uh, and, and, you know, they, they think, ah, we'll, we'll go through the motions in the afternoon and then turn it on at night. But But this group is... It was really good, and, and I thought that guarding, guarding this stuff that we guarded tonight is, is one of the hardest things to do uh, for us, along with just direct line drives. The team that we're going to play tomorrow or on Saturday is just a direct yeah. line drive team. And, and so, um, but, uh, you know, we, we, we started on Tuesday. We were okay. Wednesday we were better. And yesterday, we were, or today in our shoot-around, was the best that we've been as far as being on point and guarding it, and it kind of carried over tonight to uh, – to the game, which was awesome. And the win was 69-59, BYU over USF. Ten straight wins for the Cougars over the Dons now. And Dave Rose now 7-0 here on the Hilltop. More with Dave. Closing comments next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, uh, back here at War Memorial Gymnasium, BYU uh, 69, USF 59. Cougs have now beaten the Dons 10 straight times, including uh, seven straight here on the Hilltop. Dave Rose with us. BYU wins it off of. Really strong performance down the stretch. 16-4 to was the closing run for BYU to end this game after USF took a lead when really BYU led uh, almost the entire game. 37 minutes BYU led tonight before winning it by 10 late. So, Coach Rose, you kind of hinted at it uh, before the break, but you go uh, really a stark a contrast in styles from one game to the next as you go to Pacific here on the weekend. Yeah, this will be uh, this will be an interesting, you know, 24 hours uh, to turn this thing around. And um, you know, we played obviously played a lot of guys, a lot of minutes, and so we got to manage that. But we really got got to get uh, uh, our minds focused for a whole different kind of game and a whole different kind of guard. And and uh, you know, I I, I I like this group, and I I think that you know we got Rye a few minutes there at the end of the first half, and. I think we need to get him, you know, into this rotation. He's ready to play. He's really had great practices, and and if we can, we can get the, him in there and and uh, and Peyton, you know, played some great minutes for us. And I, I just think we get a, a nice nine-man rotation and keep guys healthy, and then hopefully get Dalt back soon and Braden, that uh, you know we can uh, we can kind of navigate this, you know, this this schedule. And you know, next week's a home and. 
and then an away game, and, and, and so, you know, every week is a little bit different. Sometimes you get two at home, sometimes you get two on the road, sometimes you get a split on a Saturday, Thursday, so you just got to have to be able to navigate each uh, each week as they come around. Dave, uh, tonight uh, the free throw numbers proved to be pretty decisive. Uh, they only shoot eight, make three. You shoot 25, make 18, so a 15-point differential and a 10-point win. And that's, you know, that's one of the big things, and we talked about it in the, in the pregame show, that... This is a team that has a tendency to foul a lot. They they play a lot of guys and they play really hard. Um, and unlike St. Mary's, who who never fouls or or who is perceived by the officials to never foul, <laughs> you, you don't ever get a chance, you know, to get to the line and, and score. And tonight we had a chance to get there. And you know, I, I think we're a little bit better than 18 for 25. But uh, uh, you know, you get on the road, your first you know road game in league, and uh, our guys made enough to win this thing. Luke made five. Yeah, that was awesome. And, and you know, Luke had a. He, you know, he had a, a great defensive game today. He, he he fixed so many problems, and he's one of those guys that, you know, Pate's trying to catch up with Luke defensively, and Pate's learning a lot from him, and Luke has been really good with him. But uh, uh, I think that uh, that that his ability to when things kind of go uh, cross-eyed, that he can fix it and then get us back on track and then get back to his guy. And, and um, you know, he was, he was really physical with uh, the big kid with McCarthy inside, but... Um, I, I, I like I like the leadership that Luke brings to this team. It's just ter- tremendous. A couple things that San Francisco did tonight looked like they were uh, coming off early on Luke, staying home with Yoli, and then really trying to take charges. You guys adjusted and fixed that. What did you do down the stretch? There were no charges, and uh, you're getting baskets. Well, I, I think right at that timeout, you know, was another a big point was to try to let these guys know exactly where the charge was coming from, where that help was coming from, and who's wide open. And it's that corner guy. You know, mm-hmm. you can drive in there, and it's that the guy on a strong on a weak side corner. He's the one who's coming all the way over to take that charge. And so our guy standing in the corner is wide open. And we hit a couple corner threes. I think uh, McKay got one. I think Eli got one. Um, and and they adjusted to that pretty good. I I will have to watch the film and see. The, the TJ one it seemed like it was. Uh, I I don't see how these guys get called for charges when they sidestep this deal. But any contact now, it seems like that that's what they're rewarding, they're rewarding defense. But we'll go back and watch it, and we'll learn from it. But uh, I think our guys picked up uh, where that help was coming from and did a good job adjusting to it. Not only were they sidestepping, Coach, they were coming in. That's what got Eli on his hip. Uh, just one more question. Now is the time it's distracted for a lot of teams across the country, and league is different. How are you explaining to these kids how league is so much different? A lot of teams are getting knocked off throughout the country. Well, I, you know, I think that uh, you know everybody everybody knows everybody and what they do in league. I mean, you've been you recruit to your league, and you practice in the off season to your league, and you know everything you do is to to beat the best couple teams in your league. And if if you look at most leagues. The majority of the teams play the same, and you got to figure out how to how to guard that and how to score against that. And then when you get in it, I think the guys can really feel it. And the new guys uh, are the ones that you know need a little bit of time. I think that you know TJ and Eli and and Yo are the three guys that are, are you know kind of the real experienced minute takers. Luke understands it because he's been through it for a couple of years before he went on his mission. And and so those are the four guys that we kind of you know, really kind of depended on. And now these other guys are trying to figure it out. I think Pate got, got some really good minutes tonight and, and, and made you know good uh, good use of those minutes. And McKay's a guy who's been in league play before, you know, started 41 games at 
Division One school before he, he was here. So uh, it, it's just a matter of getting everybody up to speed. I, I think that uh, you know by the end of next week we'll have a with, with two home games and then two road games and then a split that we'll have a pretty good idea what this whole thing is about from top to bottom on our roster and and then hopefully we can you know get some real consistent play. This day began with an earthquake, and it ends with a nice win for yeah. BYU here on the hilltop. By the way, in the, it's all about adjustments, and it seems like they've adjusted here to take down the seats more quietly. Yeah, they were, I think they had two. They had a pusher and a catcher. You know, it makes all of, the difference. Instead of just two pushers. <laughs> because they, they could really push yeah, it in, they in the push old days. those things and bang. But now they've got a catcher. You yeah. almost don't hear the seats going right. down. So so those who are kind of used to that, it's all about adjustments. Yeah. And they're making them here. That's all right, right. Uh, Dave, congratulations on the win. And we'll uh, stay on the road with all you right, for the thank weekend. You. Thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that's Coach Dave Rose. We're back to wrap it up here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Well, USF had the best or second-best non-conference victory in the West Coast Conference by beating Nevada in Las Vegas. So you know how good the Dons can be and are. And uh, BYU's win tonight, 69-59, again, should not be glossed over as no big deal. It is a big deal because USF's getting better, and BYU had a chance to go away and made all the big plays down the stretch to win this thing 69-59. Again, the margin says one thing, but the way they got it was something different, Terry. And I think it's another character builder, and... And, and, man, I mean, winning seven straight games in true enemy gyms is not an easy thing to do. I don't care what league you're in or who you play. Uh, it's tough to win that many times away from home, and BYU's got this nice run going. And they're doing it different ways. Uh, tonight, uh, they really locked in defensively and then were efficient down the stretch, really scoring basket after basket, using different players. And it's a huge – you could hear it in Coach's voice how big of a win it is to, to be in a tight game, eight minutes to go and find a way to, to look at each other and uh, defend and get a win. BYU now 13-3 and on the season, 2-1 and in the WCC. All right, that's going to do it for tonight. Our thanks to all those who made our broadcast possible. We start first and foremost with our audience in Cougar Nation, wherever you were or are tonight into the early morning. Thanks for being along with us this evening. Uh, Carter Malloy is our control board operator back east. Our network manager is Mike Tingle. Our coordinating producer is Dave Shook. Our BYU broadcasting board operator tonight, I believe, was Tanner Wilkinson. Jason Shepard, of course, is always our studio host. Our appreciation, too. BYU Basketball Media Relations Director Kyle Chilton for his stats help and all of the other help he gives us. And uh, Matt Fontenot of San Francisco, the uh, Don's SID for his assistance as well. Our appreciation extended to Kyle Smith for his pregame interview. We had Dave Rose and Josh Shear with, uh, with us, Josh Shear Hardnett, on our postgame coverage. So thanks to all the aforementioned. And then, of course, uh, my broadcast partner tonight, Terry Nash. Of Terry, man, I enjoy being with you. I'll have Mark Durant back with me uh, courtside in Stockton on Saturday, my traditional courtside commentary colleague. But great to have you filling in for Mark again tonight, our second gig together. And uh, you're really good at this, and I'm just uh, glad you take the time to, to spend with me and, and join me. You add a lot to the broadcast, and I just uh, enjoy being around you. Greg, it's so fun to, to do this. It's fun to work with you, and I'm really excited for Mark to be back on Saturday. I love <laughs> listening to you guys work together, and he's amazing. Well, you're very kind, and you're getting very, very good at this very, very quickly. And so uh, kudos to you. Great preparation, excellent expertise, and really uh, helped to make the broadcast hopefully that much better tonight. So appreciation to you, uh, Terry, very much. All right, that's it. That's going to do it for everybody. My name is Greg Rubin. Thanking you for listening in. Our final score tonight is BYU 69 and San Francisco 59. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from San Francisco.